Hey, this is Nick DiMatteo from Music Is Not A Genre. I just wanted to take a minute to talk to you about the service I use to record and distribute my podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you from experience, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here's why. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So please take a moment out. If you are planning to create, record, and distribute podcasts, take a look at Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, I'm Nick DiMatteo and welcome to week 187 and video episode lucky 13 of 4T, the Thursday throwback track. Each week I take a release from my collection, I discuss it, I give you my take on it, I throw in a little history, a little schmutz to keep it dirty, and uh, then I talk about how it has influenced my music. Uh, This week is the pause for the cause edition or the not beating around the brush fire edition because I'm not going to talk about and uh, I'm going to talk about an artist that's very special and uh, near and dear to my heart by the name of me. Yes, um, the whole reason that I do the three posts a week that I do, well there are two reasons. One of course is what I always talk about which is music and conversation and connection. But the underlying reason for all of this is uh, that I live and breathe music. It's what I do, it's what I've done since I was a small child, since really uh, when I was just scrawling, you know, things on pieces of paper. Uh, I wrote my first song when I was six years old uh, and, you know, really never stopped after that. And so I'm gonna kind of treat myself as an artist uh, that I, you know, have talked about for, you know, other artists that I do each week. Um, next, music can be broken down into five phases. There's uh, what I call the precog phase, which is from you know child up, childhood up until about age 17 or 18, when I, you know, was dabbling and all that, trying to figure things out. Um, I've just recently started to post music on SoundCloud from that era, um, and you can hear the things that you would normally hear from a a child who's uh, grown up in a musical household trying to figure things out. The second phase is uh, the developmental phase when I was uh, first getting into studios and starting to record EPs and starting to really decide that this is what I wanted to do with my life. And that lasted from, let's say, 17 to honestly about 27. I was still trying to figure out how I write songs, what mattered to me about writing songs, about the chord structures, about lyrics, about uh, about the production, you know, what my what my sound was or is or might be, and uh, what kind of music that I wanted to be represented by, and, and all of those things, how to work out my stuff in the studio, how to develop my singing voice from that of kind of a pop jazz musical to... Uh, to more of uh, also pop, but rock and blues and funk and all of that stuff, and uh, you know that last uh, that uh, elicited uh, EPs such as this one, which is a home demo, uh, and uh, this one, which was sort of my first kind of coming out official 
you know, release. I've shared these online. They're on SoundCloud and go to SoundCloud. Uh, Rec Area, I believe, or Rec Music, R-E-C. Look it up uh, or check any of the links that I've, you know, um, posted on Song for Saturday. Uh, and you can get them there. Uh, quick aside, before I go to Phase 3... So just so, you know, we're all kind of on the same page, I do three posts a week, for those of you who don't know. I do, um, I started out many, many years ago with Song for Saturday, which uh, was this release that you're listening to right now was my current release at that time, about four years ago. And uh, I then decided to do a reverse chronology and just share a piece of music of mine from that point on, and I've, uh, you know, in backwards, and I've made it uh, to 1986 now already, and I'm still going further. I'm up to close to 200 uh, weeks with that. A few weeks after that, I started this uh, here, well, which is why we're in week 187, the Thursday throwback track, and you know what that's all about. Um, and then uh, about two years ago, I started New Music Tuesday. Uh, where uh, I was beginning to record new music and I wanted to share, of course, you know, you, you know uh, any active artist is always doing something. And so I either share a new song or I share a gig or I share something that I'm working on. And I've been doing that for a couple of years now, too. So every Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday, I do posts. And this week's um, Tuesday post is actually linking to this. And uh, this Today's post is all about why I'm doing all this, which is, again, the music that you're hearing and all the music that you've heard these past several years. Uh, a good friend of mine, Daniel Cousins, who's also a great singer-songwriter, producer, we both believe that it doesn't matter how old the song is, if it's good, it's good. And, you know, whereas way back in the day when there were things such as artist development and, uh, tr and you know, uh, the music industry was actually vibrant and, you know, more so certainly than today, there was kind of a directive, which is you had to have a certain sound and you had to stick to that sound. And once your music was released, if it was more than a little, you know, a year old, it was old. Uh, that's not the case anymore. All that's been blown out of the water, thank God, because I was never comfortable sticking to one sound. Uh, even though I did develop a sound of the band that would be known as Rec, R-E-C, uh, I do pretty much anything that I want to, and I think that's how every artist should be. You know, I, I do admire artists such as uh, Green Day, who figured out what they wanted to do from the 80s, mid late 80s and stuck with it and even though they've certainly developed and evolved and, and have varied what they've done they've pretty much done the same thing and it's awesome you know i admire that but as you know i gravitate uh, even more so toward artists who are eclectic such as prince such as uh david bowie such as the beatles you know many many other artists like that who aren't confined by genre who go where the muse takes them and um this is how i've always been it's, it's partly by choice because, you know, uh, that's what I, the way I want to be, but really it's by default because it's just who I am. I grew up in a, in a household where diverse music was played by my dad uh, and mom and brother, uh, you know. So anyway, enough for that aside, we get to phase three. Uh, which is what I call the Nick phase, because at that point I decided to call myself Nick, uh, the one-named artist, like Prince, like Madonna. I, I, you know, that was kind of the statement I was making. And that's when I really started to hone my sound into that power pop, electro rock, indie kind of sound. 
and it elicited uh, well my first EP from that era. Now there was one prior to this that was sort of the transitional launch I never released, but this one, your EP, which is my first kind of favorite release because of how I developed it and how it sounded. And then working with uh, other producers for this EP, or this album actually, Listen You People. Uh, and the next one, which was my next favorite, uh, What It Is, I worked with another producer, but really had a hand in producing it myself. And uh, it was really to me where I finally landed, where I wanted to land. Uh, worked with another producer on this album, the Metro Grand Sessions. Uh, it fleshed out other things. It was it was a really great experience. Went a little bit further afield from you know where I was headed, um, and that culminated in me releasing this kind of greatest hit collection, Clear to Sunrise, which summed up my Nick phase, um, 19, you know, 95 to 2005, and added some bonus tracks, live tracks, and everything. Again, all of this is on, uh, is at the link in the text here, uh, nickdematio.com slash music. You can see my entire uh, modern discography, I call it, past my developmental phases. And, um, you know, I will continue to post new music as it comes and, and all of that stuff. So please uh, click the link. Read the text, too, because it's, it's different from what I'm saying now. You might get something different out of it. Uh, which leads to phase four, which is the wreck phase. I decided in the early O's I wanted a band, and I wanted, and I wanted to record music as a band. So uh, uh, we landed on the name REC, R-E-C, which stands for Recording which stands for wreck, as in wreck the place, which stands for recreation, as in let's have some fun. There's, it's got all those you know, elements in there, as the band does. And uh, that era, it really continues to this day because I still record under the band name Wreck. I'm kind of like a Tame Impala, which is one dude, uh, Neon Indian, those kind of bands who uh, are bands, but they're really one dude. And that's uh, even though band members have come and gone and I have recorded and performed anywhere from solo to two people to three, four, five, six, seven people on stage, uh, it's always Wreck. And uh, the, the debut album of Wreck was Parts and Labor, a near and dear to my heart, all the people who worked on it near and dear to my heart, uh, especially Daniel Cousins, uh, Justin Nadal, uh, Lori Knapps, a few other people. Um, you know, that's again on my nickdomadio.com slash music. Please listen to it. There's some, there's some really good stuff on here. Uh, I then uh, did a lot with a film company I was with for many years. Um, I produced a lot of uh, film music. And so a lot of what I was writing and producing at the time was going to uh, movies like this. This movie I also directed and co-starred in. Uh, and, but I, and I compiled all of these. I was a, you know, kind of music director and supervisor for it. There are a lot of amazing bands on this album. Um, and, and some of that is online as well. I then um, phased out of that and released an EP, Distance to Empty, which really followed in the footsteps of Parts and Labor and added a lot more electronic elements, which led to this current album that we're listening to right now, The Sunshine Seminar. Um, which is the last album so far that I have on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, things like that. It's been fully di distributed digitally. You can get it on CD Baby, the whole deal. Uh, and continues through to the fifth phase, uh, which is the now phase, which is sort of everything together. It's Nick, it's Nick DiMatteo, it's Rec, it's whatever you want to call it. It's when I started a couple years ago, the... the uh, 
you know, the demo releases of music is not a genre, which you will find on my recarea.bandcamp.com uh, site, or you can find a, a link to the, some of those new songs at nickdemadio.com slash music at the top left there. It's uh, yeah, new songs preview, I call it, and that's from a, a SoundCloud playlist. It's me finally making the statement that I don't really care what genre I, per- I perform in or record in. Music is music, and I love it, you know. And uh, and I and I want you to listen to it. I want you to love it if that if you so choose, or or feel however you feel about it. And um, I'm actually going to take all of the music which I've mentioned before and do a kind of polar opposite of it not being a genre. And this year I'm releasing five EPs. Um, nearly 30 songs that are programmatic, that have some kind of a genre feel to them. They'll all be least, released under the name Rec, featuring another band name, which is also going to be me. And uh, they, they kind of, that's in an effort to kind of, uh, you know, g- lean towards whatever style is that, that you know, that, that I'm doing for that, uh, for that EP. And all of those five EPs will be leading up to a show I'm developing. It's not a, not a gig, you know, that we will do gigs. It's not a concert. We'll do concerts. But it's a show. It's an actual stage show um, that um, uh, my wonderful partner, uh, Catherine, and I came up with a couple of years ago, uh, actually just before Bruce Springsteen announced his, which is in a similar vein, kind of telling a story is it a life story? I don't know yet. I only know a few elements of it, but it will feature a a narrative, and the narrative will center around all of my music from which whichever eras I deem you know worth putting into. Uh, we're going to be workshopping it with a bunch of uh, musicians later on this year. I've had the privilege of working with some great musicians in the last few years in bands like Prefab 4, 1989, Gin Fizz, my band, um, a good friend of mine, I did a musical with Fred uh, and all those great musicians and others. And uh, the, the goal is by the fall or, you know, maybe early next year, if, if that so happens, to have a fully fleshed out show that I will debut in the city here in New York and uh, will run for a week, two weeks, however long. Um, so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for my EPs. Please click on the links, uh, nickdematiocom slash music. Uh, go to my YouTube page from where you're here now, hopefully, if you're watching this, and subscribe to the channel or this playlist so you can get alerts as to when I post something new, um, because I do other posts such as uh, uh, comedy posts and, and other types of things like that. And uh, as always converse, connect, share, like, listen, read, continue to watch, comment. Do you like what you hear? Do you not like what you hear? I'm not shy. I'm totally fine with whatever your opinion may be of this. I love all opinions uh, uh, because I I love connection. Uh, Thanks again for watching, for listening, for reading for clicking, for sharing, for all of that, for commenting, for discussing, and uh, I will be back with a regularly scheduled 4T video next week. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.